Hello and welcome to Presenting, a podcast where we chat about various topics related to role-playing games, usually Paizo products such as Pathfinder and Starfinder, but also others. I'm John Godek, and with me today is Dana Ebert. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It is a joy to be here. I'm glad you say that. I never know. You know, sometimes I wonder if people are like, okay, since you asked, I'll do it. Or say, oh, they're excited. So the fact that you said it's a joy, that's that's pleasing to me. Thank you for saying yeah, that. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I say that. And for the last like year or so, this has just been like one of the, the shows that's been on my list of someday I've got to do that one. <laughs> so I'm, I'm well, really excited genuinely to be now. here. Yeah. That is now. Today's the day. So Dana is a Filipino-American trans woman working as a writer and game designer, as well as the creative director at TPK Brewing Company in Portland. Uh, this is a tabletop RPG <clears throat> brew pub opening soon. Uh, Dana's credits include Firebrands Plus on Pathfinder Infinite, Pathfinder Bounty Number 20, an article on Pathfinder Adventure Path Number 198, as well as work in the Grand Bazaar, Monsters of Myth, Travel Guide, Firebrands, and High Helm hardcovers for Paizo. And she's also contributed to the upcoming Tianxi hardcovers that are going to be coming out next year. You can reach Dana at MistressDanaRPG on Twitter and on Instagram. So Dana, can you tell us a little bit about your background and your journey to becoming an RPG writer and game designer? Absolutely. Um, it is uh, a little bit luck, a little bit haphazard, but growing up, it was always my dream to uh, first to be like an author. Uh, and then once I started getting into tabletop role-playing games to work in the tabletop role-playing industry, and I, I didn't right away. Um, I had a, you know, a, over a decade long career in, in marketing, actually, before I got started here, but I just, I realized at a certain point in my life that this is what I really wanted to do when I wanted to try it. And um, yeah, the, the journey there was, was a lot of, I, I, I would say networking and just saying yes to things is, is a huge component of it. But I started out as a um, professional game master and um, yeah, it kind of, it kind of went from there from, from being a game master. I started doing um, shows, charity games, podcasts, like actual play content uh, and then also I had a really kind of um, life-changing brief conversation with Logan Bonner because mm -hmm. it came at a time in 2020 when Paizo was looking for, for uh, more diverse writers for their pool. And, uh, and we had a chat and at the time I didn't have any kind of formal portfolio, um, but I did have, you know, the body of work that I'd done as a, as a professional GM uh, because I, I run almost all original content. So I was able to, to take that and kind of talk my way into um, uh, trying out, getting them to try me out as a freelance writer. And uh, my very first Paizo book was the Grand Bazaar, Lost Omens Grand Bazaar. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wrote exactly two pages in that book. And I'm extremely proud of them. But that was, that was my first one. And the assignments have gotten bigger from there. Nice. You know, I was just talking with... Uh... I think it was Chris Rondeau who said he, he was also a professional game master um, uh, before. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Kind of where you did that, how that came about? Because I GM a lot and I never get paid for it. So I'm a little curious about this space. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, one of the things I like to joke about is that, you know, I, I happened into my 
uh, TTRPG career by by winning a raffle. And there is a bit of truth to that because um, I found myself at a, a Portland uh, staple called Dungeon Battle Karaoke, and I actually have a mm. one of their posters <laughs> on my wall, which is, it's it's Dungeons and Dragons played with uh, with karaoke uh, in front of an audience, and um, I won a raffle for a a sort of a, a thing that was going on at the time because in Portland there are a lot of role playing like like brewery pop ups beer um, mm-hmm. bar pop ups where they'll do takeovers. And um, and so back then, there was really only one, which was Orcs, Orcs, Orcs. It was kind of the original. And um, so I won tickets to to go to this thing, and it's sort of a role-playing and dining experience. And um, yeah, it was just kind of funny. My wife couldn't go because she was working that night. So I took my dad, who doesn't get out of the house nearly enough, because he's, he's an old role-player, and he, he had a good time. And I said, hey, do you want to keep doing this? He said, yeah. So we became regulars. And as I got to know the people there, um, eventually they were looking for more uh, game masters. They said, hey, have you ever thought about doing this? Uh, and it came at a good time to me. So I, I started doing that, which was a, a regular you know, monthly or, or twice monthly gig. Uh, and then doing any kind of uh, an experience like that with a lot of game masters where you just get to meet a lot of people. Um, that's a good way to, to get started because from there, you know, people, people like you, some people don't, but some people really jive with your style and, um, you might pick up like some side work or other GMs that you work with might refer you for things. Um, like it's a small world. Nobody's really, nobody's really competing at like a local in-person level. Um, and, and some of my advice for, for GMing specifically is just, get to know the other people that are doing it because they, they will refer you for things and you, you know, you'll refer them for things. Um, yeah. And so that, that's kind of how I got started there. Uh, with, within a year after that, I was doing a lot of, um, so that was going into 2020 when, when it kind of boomed and right. I found myself doing a lot of, of online gigs. Um, so I was running like a after school children's role-playing program uh, through the local library. I was also um, just just getting more clients and things during that time period. And were you still doing marketing or this was a full-time gig at that point? Um, no, it was very much a part-time gig uh, at that point. And so I, I really started doing that in 2019. Um, and I, I did both for uh, three years or so. I didn't leave my marketing job until last year. Mm-hmm. Now, can you talk a little bit about TPK Brewing and your role as creative director, how you get involved in that and what that all entails? Yeah. Uh, so TPK Brewing Co. is a majority queer, majority women of color owned craft brewery coming to Portland, Oregon very soon. Uh, we've been working on it for for a couple of years now, like, like intensely for a couple of years, though it was an idea in someone's head way before then. Um and, and it will open sometime this year. It's looking like September, but right now the building is under construction. But so what we're doing is we're marrying um, craft brewing with tabletop role-playing games. So we're going to have uh, full-time paid game masters on our staff and people through our website will be able to book games with them. And it'll be a variety of role-playing games, but... Um, yeah, our, our flagship experience is going to be sort of a, a multi-party 
um, sort of living setting uh, campaign that we're, we're putting together. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I can talk more about that, but that's, that's our main offering. Yeah, no, that's why. And you're building a whole new building for this. <clears throat> uh, yeah, well, we're renovating an existing building. Uh, if anyone okay. is in the Portland area, uh, it's the old Tabor Bread Building, which is a, a beautiful little, um, beautiful building and it has a lot of character. And we're just uh, expanding it. We're adding a, a second level to it. We're adding a mezzanine level, which it didn't previously have, um, just to make more room for, for all the gaming and things that are going to be going on. And then, of course, um, uh, quality of life stuff. We replaced the foundation. We replaced a lot of the plumbing, um, and we sounds were like installing all almost the building equipment. it from scratch. <laughs> yeah, that it was a little bit of a surprise, but uh, yeah, but it's it's going well. Nice, nice. And what do you what what do you do as creative director for that? Okay, as the as the creative director, I am one of three co owners. Each of us is a one third owner, and um, so one of us is the head brewer. That's that's Jess Hardy. She's amazing. Uh, the CEO is Elliot Kaplan. He kind of looks over the the overall business health and the the finances. And uh, as the creative director, I run the gaming side of the business. And so uh, I'm in charge of uh, really running running all of that. Nice. Now that's that's exciting, actually. Um... Once you get it done, I might have to take a crew down there to check it out. So. Uh, I would, I would love that actually. And if you, yeah. if you let me know when you're coming, we can probably set set up something cool for you. And no, um, no, uh, for sure, we often go down for Game Storm down there. So, oh, awesome, um, yeah, because it's not. I mean, three and a half hour, four hour ride. It's not that bad, you know, to to get down there if you're staying overnight for things. So, right, maybe and, we can do something in conjunction with that. Right, and uh, that would be that would be so cool. And just like the gaming side uh, is is half the business, and in addition to just running these games and having these game masters, um, where we're also we like to say that we're a, we're a brewery slash publishing house because we're also going mm. to be uh, publishing our original content. And right now, uh, in fact, I one of the things I've been working on for the last several months is a um, adventure anthology uh, that's a prequel to our in-house campaign called "The Blooms That Feed on Fire." And uh, yeah, it's all over our crowdfunder. If anyone wants to look it up, nice. Oh, you wanna you wanna give a shout out for your crowdfunding site? Um, yeah, I mean, if if you Google it, you'll you'll find it. But it ended last November. Uh, successfully funded uh, this book and and a few other and a few other things. So um, so I've just been working on hiring the writers and artists and getting it all together, and. Um, uh, some somehow also writing part of it myself, which <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was, I've, I've been surprised consistently by uh, the scale of some of this undertaking. Oh no, it it sounds sounds like a big one. Are you also going to have a retail store with that? Um, so we we are going to retail a little bit in the space. Um, most likely you'll be able to buy physical copies of, of this book. There's also uh, a miniature that, um, comes with it for as, as long as they last. And, uh, we'll, we, we'll have the normal like shirts and, and hoodies and all the normal swag that you'd have at a brewery, but we'll, we'll also have some, um, some gaming stuff. We'll, yeah, yeah not to get too into it, but we're, we're not, we're not going to be a game store, but we, we will probably, um, in addition to our, our products also be selling um, 
like the the books to support the games that that you can book us yeah. to run. Oh, that's cool. Now I just we have um up here locally, like a mile from my house, is something called Zulu's. Um, well, Zulu's it's, it's a no, it's a gaming house. Zulu's gaming house, and it has just grown massively. It was just like kind of in a one building, and now they've had three expansions to it, and they they it's a pub, lots of pub food. Um, lots of gaming going on. Magic is a big thing that mm-hmm, really drives mm-hmm. what's going on there. But it's gotten so big that they had to get another external space for big events now associated with it. And so I think this sort of endeavor uh, is awesome. And I wish I had gotten in on this thing here locally <laughs> when it was nice and small. And I thought, oh, I remember going when they first opened it. This is really cool because I'm a marketing guy too. And I think, oh, yeah. man, this thing's going to explode. And sure enough, it did. And so- um, I, I think it's awesome. I'm very jealous. Uh, I know it's a lot of work, but I think it's going to be something that's, that's going to be cool for you all, especially in that area. That's, that's awesome uh, for something like that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So can you talk a little bit about Team Plus on Pathfinder Infinite, you know, how someone might get involved with it and actually what it is? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, w- I want to start off by saying that uh, they invited me to work on Firebrands Plus, but I uh, I'm not a a permanent permanent member of that team, nor nor an owner or anything like that. Uh, but that said, uh, Team Plus is uh, ma- uh, Team Plus is is a team that's that's managed by uh, Tony Saunders and Derry Luttrell, both very fantastic people, uh, lovely to work with. And what they do is um, they started off with sort of the, the class plus line, uh, which is like cleric plus or um, barbarian plus. And then they moved on to also add an, an omens plus line, which, which includes impossible lands plus and firebrands plus. And so what they do with their, their supplements, and these are on Pathfinder Infinite, they're third party, but um, they, they take uh, kind of these parts of the game that already exist or have just come out and, and just further round them out. So for example, um, Firebrands was an amazing book. Um, but I, I think we all agree that any of these books could just be 50 pages longer. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we sat down and talked about what we, we could include in Firebrands Plus, uh, one of the things that, that we realized was that the Firebrands Lost Omens book really has no content um, about ships or vehicles. And so we added a whole equipment section that deals specifically with ship upgrades, as well as uh, rules for managing crews, uh, those kinds of things. Uh, And then also like some character options like backgrounds. We added even more uh, Firebrands gods and um, just things like that. It just adds to what's already there. And they're really, they're pretty prolific and they have some of the the best selling uh, products on Pathfinder Infinite. So they're doing a very good job. Very cool. Very cool. Um, what advice do you have for people interested in getting involved in freelance writing and game design? Um, so I, I guess I, I have two main pieces of advice that I would say. The first one is just save your work, start building a portfolio. Uh, even if it's not like like published work, if you're, if you're GMing, if you're making original content, mm. uh, keep your notes. That's all stuff that, that you can point at, even if it's not, um, you know, even if it's not the same, it points at your ability to write and your ability to, to design mechanics. And the, the second thing that I would say is, especially if you're starting out, um, try to, try to work with a team, 
because it is so much work if you try to take it on by yourself and do not just the writing and the game design, but also things like layout, uh, marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a lot of work. It's a, it's much, much easier to work with a team. Very good. Very good. Yeah. The layout part, that kind of, that's one of the things that scares me a lot about the infinite trying to get all that figured out there. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's daunting. I, I've learned bits and pieces of a lot of it uh, for a lot of little projects on uh, on the blooms that feed on fire. I'm very happy that we have the budget to, to properly have an editor mm-hmm. and, uh, and and other people on our team. Awesome. So what's next for Dana? What kind of cool things are you working on now besides TPK Brewing Company that you can actually talk about? Yeah, right now I'm really focused on TPK. Um, I actually... This year, I have, have taken a break from uh, some of uh, Paizo projects um, to, to focus on that just because I, it's, such, it's taking so much of my attention and I mm. really want to do it right. Um, but yeah, long, long term, um, I have a lot of ideas for, for if that's successful, what I'd like that for that to mean in Portland, what I'd like that to mean for, for bringing opportunities um, to people and really coaching people on how to do these things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause so many people are, are reaching out who want to be professional game masters um, in, in the space. And so one of the things that we, we've started talking about recently is uh, enough people ask that we really are thinking about adding like maybe, maybe a monthly networking event or something where uh, we invite people to talk about, how to get started and and how to do these things, um, in in a very vague sense, that's that's what's top of mind for me. Uh, mm-hmm. In in another way, <clears throat> it it's it's funny because it actually hasn't been announced yet. But um, the main podcast, the main actual play podcast that I'm a full time cast member on, is the League of Ultimate Questing. It's a uh, show where. It takes place in a world where questing is a major league sport, uh, hmm. com- complete with like in-world sports commentary and fake ads and and characters get like sponsorships and things. It's really, it's pretty wild and pretty funny. It's, it's like a comedy uh, yeah. D&D podcast and um, it hasn't been announced yet, but uh, season two is going to be wrapping up in a while and we're looking ahead at season three and it's going to be super exciting. Um, Very cool. Yeah. And- we eventually record that at the at the brew pub. Um, right now, uh, the one of the producers of the show um, has has a very nice studio set up uh, in their house. That's where we record. We will likely um, because that's separate from TPK, and they already have a very nice setup. We probably won't record mm-hmm. that in the space. But um, I, I do have some some ideas about. Uh, creating a, a perhaps a live stream uh, yeah. actual play show at TPK, and and one of the things I, I always say that now this is this is big dreams. But if if we ever get so big that we need to expand into another location, um, I my wish list for that location is is to create like a really nice uh, studio with a with a sound stage that's designed for for actual play shows and uh not just use it ourselves but also allow people to kind of rent and use that space to to produce their own shows oh yeah no, um, that's cool I like that. yeah because i i'd really 
in the long term, I'd really like to put Portland on the map as like a TTRPG city, because when you when you think of those places right now, you you pretty much think of of Seattle, Los Angeles, New York, and and probably you know probably a couple of places in Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, and I, I yeah, I just cool. I'd really love if yeah. people thought of Portland too. So yeah, you know when you, when you mentioned uh, doing something in the brew pub, reminds me, you know, GM McLeod. Um, I do not. Oh, so Gene McLeod is, um, he's down in the, in Hollywood area. He's got his own pub and he brings in all these guest players that are like stars, movie stars and stuff. And, uh, so it, 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 that's the kind of thing that, you know, to get that kind of cachet and, and he's slowly trying to grow it. It's not a huge thing, but he's been, he's been working on it for, for a while. And that's the kind of thing I think that would be really cool if you had your own pub that you bring in local celebrities and things. Yeah. And you do something like that, and it kind of kind of grows from there. That's but I like the, the dream. idea of this the studio, though, because that's you know I've done actual plays in my house at somebody else's house where I've had to bring all the equipment, and get it all set up. I'm actually building a new office right now that's a little bigger than this one I have. It's across my house here, and uh, I'm building a uh, room for a table to do an actual play in my studio, my home studio. But it's not going to be the kind I can rent out, which I think right. if I had something like that, that would be really awesome. So, yeah, it would just yeah, I think it'd be really cool. And and to your to your point, yeah, I absolutely uh, hope to someday get some some local celebrities in there. Though we we don't have a lot, admittedly. Um, I'm already planning to bring in uh, like for for our launch party, we're going to be having um, sort of a, a live play in the space just as entertainment for people, um, during the launch. And, um, I've already started inviting people from other local, like AP podcasts and things. Um, but, but certainly, uh, certainly they're like myself, not, not people that you would normally call celebrities. I think the most famous, uh, RPG, uh, celebrity in, in the Portland area or the, you know, in Oregon really is, is Keith Baker. And, um, well, <laughs> every, every now and then I, I mention him. He has not, uh, he, he's not acknowledged me or any of my tweets, <laughs> but maybe someday. Well, um, I know up here, one of the biggest folks we have is Jeff Grubb, um, who's kind of an old school RPG writer and author and stuff. And, um, I don't know. I think if you, uh, asked him nice he would go down to portland and do that. that's that's a cool idea and actually yeah. i was um I, I was hoping someday to to lure you know some uh some of my good friends at at paizo and uh and, and wizards to even oh uh, those folks would be easy yeah like yeah. I, I tell you ron lindine has uh, a bunch of family down in uh eugene area um, oh yeah yeah so he's often heading down that way i used to live in eugene so we talk about it all that the makes time. sense uh, and he's, I mean, he's not a big, massive star of any, any sort, but he's, he's been a, a writer for Paizo and now Wizards of the Coast for a bunch of years. Right. One of Absolutely. the most prolific adventure writers ever. So um, I think if you asked him nice, he would probably do it too. Yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be super cool. Yeah. We, we've talked about that. It's like, oh, I want to invite all these people. Yeah. And Elliot just keeps telling me not for the launch party. Wait until, wait till we have our shit together. Yeah. Then we'll invite all of them settled, down. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Dana, uh, best of luck with that. I'm super excited. I definitely 
want to come check it out. And uh, I might try to coordinate, uh, like I said, bringing some friends down. Maybe I'll try to bring Ron as well. He's, he's Oh, a that'd be, that'd be super cool. Um, and he's and, always and, up for a road trip. So, <laughs> and yeah, if anyone wants to learn more, uh, our website is tpkbrewing.com. Uh, right now you can sign up for our newsletter. We have a really good intro video just about what we're doing with a little more detail. And uh, we're actually working on the website. Like, like right now, we just had a meeting about it. Uh, like a couple days ago. So we'll have a real website up hopefully very soon. <laughs> All right, Dana, it's been a pleasure getting a chance to talk with you. And thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun.